Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week we are talking about... Last week we talked about one of the one of the best rom-coms of 2017. This week we're talking about one of the worst rom-coms of 2017. If not the worst. Because I can't imagine if anything else is worse than this. It's William H. Macy's The Layover. It's truly... I, I had... I recognize the name um, because it did come out last year, but but there's a reason I didn't actually know anything else about it. Luckily, well, because nobody we saw it. it. Like because not nobody even actually, ironically, yeah, like nobody. Like I know people who see things ironically. I see things ironically sometimes. You know, we saw we, um, <laughs> we kind of saw the mountain between us ironically last year. Yeah, we did, <laughs> and we that, had that confusing. You know, like do we hate it? Do we like it? What's going on? Yeah, the layover made it very very easy that i hated it there was no there was no gray area there um it's if you hear sound in the background um then you should tweet at kyle kalgren um <laughs> and um i'm not a i'm, I'm not a bully um <laughs> I'm not a bully. I'm just <laughs> into no, collab culture. I, lo- I love it. I, I love it. I, I love that that happened. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> no, didn't, it's okay. You don't have to apologize anymore. It's fine. It's really not a thing. It's, it's like, really funny. I mean, and it's a great beginning to a podcast talking about the layover because oh man, it is garbage. It is actual shit. There's actually a scene where one of the women. Okay, so there are two women in The Layover. The Layover is essentially a film about two best friends who um, both lose their, like, their, like, their, uh, they don't even, like, actually lose their job because later at the end, I thought that the the teacher one got fired, but then later at the end, she just kind of shows up and just, like, takes her job back and refuses to be fired, so I don't know, but. Yeah, which I didn't know was a thing people get to do, but I, I guess it is. <laughs> the, the women are Alexandra... Dario, it's so hard to not just say daddy. Dario, Alexandra, daddy, and and and, and Kate Upton, Alexandra Dario. You'll remember we didn't name her in the episode that we did, but she was in the film Bearing the X that we did last year. Uh, so it's nice to see that she's back here in another bad film. She's also in Baywatch last year, so it was not a good year for her. Yeah, she hasn't really gotten out <laughs> of. The the hole that she's been in, or the Not, well, the well uh, that she's trapped inside of, where they only make these kinds of movies. Yeah, it's like she was in. Like I'm trying to think. I liked her in the first Percy Jackson movie. I liked her in the second Percy Jackson movie. I thought she was good. You know, I mean, uh, Percy Jackson's really not that bad. And then she did she did Bearing the X, and then she did San Andreas, which is that The Rock movie. Oh right. And then she did The Choice, which is like a uh, Nicholas Sparks thing. So I don't know. That might be something that we do on the podcast. Then she did The House. Oh, she was also in The House last year. That I feel like she's definitely going to be back on the podcast based on her uh, IMDb. Yeah. Is there anything? I am is there anything that wouldn't be bad enough for I the podcast? I am looking for good that stuff. That is rom-com that she's in. Is it really true that the last good movie she did was Percy Jackson's Sea of Monsters four years ago? Holy shit. That's... <laughs> wow. Okay. Um... Yes, this so we have her and we have Kate Upton, who is also in um, Kate Upton's filmography. She has been in Tower Heist, the 
uh, Three Stooges, notoriously bad movie, The Other Woman, where Nicki Minaj and Leslie Mann and Cameron Diaz, you know, are way funnier than her. But Nicki Minaj doesn't get to be on the poster, but she does. Okay. Um, <laughs> that right. also might be on the podcast. And she's in The Disaster Artist as herself. So um, as far as I know, Kate Upton is known for... Uh, being attractive to men which i guess yeah. is something <laughs> like like <laughs> like i would, i, I want to say that she's like got comedic chops but she does not she really does not after this like movie. and this movie like i mean it was badly written uh, you know very thoroughly in pretty much all of the ways but yeah, her delivery made it even more annoying in my opinion you know at least it like, felt so it felt overacted yeah, it did. And, you know, it's like weird because we, we've talked a lot about Alice Eve and how she's been underserved and um, Megan Fox and how she's been underserved. Uh, Kate Upton has been served accurately. Yes, that's, that's <laughs> such an accurate. That is a good read. It's true. It's she has been cast in movies that are the caliber at as her acting abilities. Like, I guess um, we're I guess the other the other bombshell one that we're going to have to get to at some point is Brooklyn Decker, which I couldn't tell the difference between her and Kate Upton until this movie. Yeah. Because Kate Upton is in this movie and Brooklyn Decker isn't. <laughs> Brooklyn Decker is in Just Go With It, which I'm sure is bad. Like, it's got to be, right? Yeah, I know. It's like I know. <laughs> I mean, I obviously know Brooklyn Decker, like her name and everything, because she was a thing. But I can't remember specifically her acting. Because, yeah. Which makes me think it's not. It's not good, but it's probably not as bad as Kate Upton's because that's going to stick with me. Yeah, yeah, because it's okay. So the it uh, basically uh, Kate Upton. Oh, <laughs> I, I made a reference to the bathroom. What happens is there's a scene where oh, um, yes. oh, Kate, my gosh. Kate Upton locks Alexandra in the bathroom, and Alexandra gets like covered in shit and, and has to like shimmy out of a window. And it's just because Kate Upton wants to spend a little bit more time with their with the man that they're into that is supposed to be hot and I don't see it. Um, that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't see it either. Like for, I mean, well, I guess we'll have to wheel back to like why they care about him and, and how it all happens. But for a man who's supposed to tear apart a quote unquote best friendship or a close friendship, I don't get it. Like, he's so he's so like <laughs> he's just like, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's not like that he's not attractive, but it's like. They very much have the like bow chicka wow wow like thing about him. And he's yeah. just like this blonde dude who like I don't know, I guess is kind of toned or whatever, but he just looks like so many people at the mall and he doesn't <laughs> have a great personality. Like, you know, I'm like, that's yeah. cool. Like you have yeah. a polo and like you're young, like I get it, but like I'm bored. Yeah, um, he's just like a very like boring looking blonde guy. And it's like at least if you're gonna get a boring looking blonde guy, you could get like, for example, um Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn have a son. His name is Wyatt Russell get Wyatt Russell like he's blonde and he looks kind of average but he actually like has chops and he's been in Ingrid Goes West which is a movie that I don't like but he's good in it he was on like Black Mirror he was in 22 Jump Street I'm basically trying like to get Hollywood, jobs for Wyatt Russell yeah like Hollywood <laughs> is full of blonde dudes who can act better yeah um so it's uh, yeah it's not a tall order like we're not even we're not even holding this movie to any actual standards we're just like okay you're gonna be a shit movie <laughs> but like give us something 
Okay, and this, uh, the and I should say, The Layover, once again, directed by William H. Macy, husband of Felicity Huffman. Can you believe, did Felicity Huffman watch this movie? Like, I really hope she just made better use of her time. Holy shit. She's like, shit. you know what, honey, just go do your thing. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> and it is written by two men, Lance Crawl and... David Hornsby and David Hornsby for me is most known as Emily Deschanel's husband. These are just husbands. Like, what are they doing? That's amazing. <laughs> they just got bored being husbands. They had to do a project. And it's just the they, it's and they so, created the most sexist thing that they could possibly yeah, I do. Yeah, was, I was actually going to be like deeply, deeply, deeply offended if a woman was involved in the writing of this. No. Nope. The the two main female characters are so thinly written and so they're just they're just dripping in stereotypes. Not even interesting stereotypes. There's no women involved in producing it either. Yeah, it's very <laughs> it's it's disgusting. Yeah, it's really bad. And essentially like Alexandra is supposed to be uh, let's let's do this uh, oh. let's let's just give you the plot and then i'll explain what the plot is supposed to mean um yeah. alexandra is a teacher she gets in trouble because this kid is reading manga in the class and apparently that's bad and rob cordry is here being very bad and trying to fire her and you think that she's fired but then you find out later that she's not but she thinks that she's losing her job kate upton tries to sell beauty products from North Korea and then gets upset when that doesn't work and like calls the woman that she's trying to sell to racist. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> mind you, this is made last year. It's, it's set last year. So it's about the embargo. Like that's the reason, obviously. Um, I was like, wow, they're trying to be really topical in this movie in the, least necessary most boring way pot like why yeah it never really comes up again but they're like we'll do like this we'll we'll nail it down in 2017 with this north korea embargo (laughs) all right whatever and essentially so like kate upton's like let's do a girl's trip let's go to fort lauderdale and also like for some reason um they keep saying girls trip and then Alexandra keeps on saying that she doesn't like the term girls trip because I guess she thinks it's demeaning. And the whole time I'm just like, you know what came out last year? It was really fucking good. Girls trip. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and way funnier and more intelligent and just everybody was better and everything was and better was, about you it. You know, understood like women because it was co-written by one. You yeah. Know, there was one involved. All the women in it were nuanced and had their own lives and yeah, yeah. relationships. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's so weird because I kept on thinking I could just be rewatching Girls Trip because I have it on Blu-ray and I'm just like, yes. Um... And so, yeah, they get on the plane and uh, a a running motif is Alexandra's um, fear of heights and anxiety, which is played for laughs when it really shouldn't be. Um, Yeah. And they yeah, it's played for laughs and very much in this like, oh, she's just like a coward and a dork. And And it's like, that's not what anxiety is. And (laughs) there's a way to do bridesmaids did it and did it fine. Yeah. like (laughs) (laughs) Bridesmaids already did this whole scared on a plane thing. All you had to do was rip off bridesmaids and you couldn't even do that. Yeah, they really couldn't. It, it, It had it was so much. I don't I don't call movies trashy because I feel like that's such a an all encompassing descriptor. But I I truly think this movie was trashy. Oh, yeah. It's Um, it was super trashy. And so a guy sits between them and this guy is played by Matt Barr. 
who is uh he was on one tree hill he was on hatfields and mccoys uh he was on uh, who cares is what i'm saying um (laughs) and uh they decide that they are going that they want him and that they're gonna fight over him and here's where we get into the central conflict Kate Upton is supposed to be the hot one and Alexandra Daddario is supposed to be the not hot one because Kate Upton is blonde and tan and Alexandra is pale and has dark hair. And basically the conflict is um, Alexandra's just like, you get to have every dude. I just want this one. And Kate Upton's like, nope. Yeah, can't Kate, do you this solid. Kate <laughs> Upton is like beyond the fact that the whole like blonde hair, brown hair, like it's just like the oldest, most tired. Like they're both beautiful. We don't even need to get into that. It's just like yeah. yawn. And but I think and I find Alexandra way more attractive. Same, <laughs> same. Like I'm like, okay. I mean, uh uh Kate Upton's character is just a horrible person. Like it's terrible. And Alexandra's is a horrible person by the end. But at the beginning, I'm just Within the first 20 minutes, I was like, why is she friends with her? Alexandra's like, is so kind toxic. Of pu- yeah, Alexandra is very much like pushed into being terrible, like by the situation. Is, yeah. Is pushed into being terrible. Like she lies, like instead of just saying that she's a teacher, she talks about how she like works with like disabled children and then creates like all of these elaborate lies. That's just like, it's like so mental because they're both gorgeous and it- like. And this guy's like, I don't know, Matt Barr. Again, he's just like a they're dude. Just, they're kind of out of his league. Yeah. And they could find, I mean, like. He's just a pair of flip flops. Yeah. He's just there. He's just, <laughs> he's on it. He truly is an object in this movie. Um, I'm sure there's a men's rights activist podcast about him. Um, <laughs> although, well, he comes. There, there's more to his character that we'll yeah, get to. But yeah, and also um, there's another guy that we need to talk about. Um, Matt L. Jones from Breaking Bad and from Mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He plays uh, he plays uh, Anna Ferris's baby daddy on Mom. He's like the only good actor in this. Oh, and, yeah. And, and like is, his character is still kind of annoying. <laughs> it's essentially just like he's he's supposed to be playing like the average guy who like hot women are mean to because he doesn't look super good. And like, he's very much like being played as like this, like every man, like, Oh my God, you know, it's just these beautiful women. I just have to do whatever they want. And it's just like such this weird thing. <laughs> it's it is a- weird. Cause he's, I don't know. I feel like him he's, and Matt Barr are like equally attractive. He's not, Matt, I would prefer Matt. Like, yeah, like he's not bad looking, but like this entire movie is like based on like very like strange, like, like waspy weird, like beauty standards. Yeah, it's like '90s high school, like I don't uh, suburban like ideals. Um, yeah, that and I feel I mean, like and aren't for a movie that's supposed to be in 2017. Yeah, it feels like it's it's like yeah we are aware of North Korea but we're not aware of any actual like beauty standards or trends now. It's like a bad eighties movie and like meanwhile like Matt Jones not only I think is cuter but just like has the more interesting voice. That's the voice that I want to hear in bed. That other guy sounds like a fucking bro. Yeah, (laughs) that's real. (laughs) Yeah, and Matt has like an interesting job and like yeah like and so he's you know. So basically they they're going on a girls trip um uh blondie sits between them 
They start fighting over him. Then they have this layover. And then they they hang out with him. And they're basically just, like, fighting. Like, Kate Upton, like, wears a dress. And then Alexandra's jealous because her dress isn't as nice. It's, like, dynamics like that that make it very obvious that men wrote it. (laughs) And then, so basically the premise is that um, uh, Matt Barr has to get to a wedding and he's late. And since Kate Upton and Alexandra are on a, on a girl's trip, they just, you know, have to get home eventually. Um, so when the, the plane gets uh, laid over for a little bit longer because of a natural disaster, um, he decides to take a ride with Matt Jones. And the ladies invite themselves because they still want to get Matt Barr. They literally yeah. had two Matts in this. <laughs> like Matt Jones and Matt Barr. I just I just think that's funny. Uh, very <laughs> yeah, diverse. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, um Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um also they they dragged Cal Penn into this. And uh Cal Penn plays uh the guy who works at the hotel before they before they go on the road trip proper. And like, oh my, Kate Upton is the, she plays the most entitled white woman I have ever, wow, just like. Truly. She's like, and she's also played by like the, she's also the youngest person in the cast. Kate Upton is actually 25. So it just almost comes up worse. It's just like all of these people who are in their 30s are dealing with you. Yeah. And it's so irritating. Like Ale- like Alexandra Daddario is literally like six years older than her. And it just seems like everybody's babysitting this fucking asshole. When 25 is the is my exact age. And if I acted like this, I would want someone to slap me. Um, yeah, she-, she has no, like there's no, like I think her redeeming, the movie, what the movie, well, one of the many things the movie fails at is Kate Upton's character. It's obvious by the really bad cartoonish writing that she's supposed to be really funny and charming, and that's how she gets away with being an asshole. But the writing's so bad, she's never actually funny. So, like, she, there's just no reason. Yeah, <laughs> like, she, she doesn't have a dress for a party, and she wants to impress the dude. So she just harangues Cal Penn and like threatens to give him a bad review online and everything until Cal Penn just produces a sorry for her. And I don't know if you re- thought about this, but that sorry probably belongs to his wife. Uh, yeah, I think she actually <laughs> said that it was his mom's. Oh my god, which and he's- is weirder. I mean, well, it's it's less weird than his wife, but like, it's also just like, why, what, how and entitled are and you? And she's wearing it off the shoulder, <sighs> and she's just like showing up, and she's like trying to like Bollywood dance, it's and then her so like bad. boob pops out, and I'm just like, Cal Penn. Honey, you don't have to do this. Yeah, you don't need this money. <laughs> you don't have to do this, honey. Please like, don't. I was I was so upset. Like when she was and then she's and then um God, they dragged Molly Shannon into this too, where she's just like, it's a sorry. And then Molly Shannon's like, there's nothing to be sorry about, girlfriend. Oh yeah, Molly Shannon and uh <laughs> Rob Cordry play. No, not Rob Cordry. Um uh, some other guy. I don't know who this other guy is. Wait, uh, John Cassini? Is that who she's with? Because Rob Cordry's in it, but he's not the one who's her. Yeah, Rob Cordry is the teacher in the oh, beginning. Oh, right. So, yeah, maybe okay. it's John Cassini. Yeah. I like, like, everybody looks so much alike in this movie. I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know who's. Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone's white. And it's interesting because, like, Molly Shannon, once again, like, between Molly Shannon and Matt Jones, if you just plucked them out and put them in a different movie. <laughs> 
Yeah, like they're great. <laughs> like even when Molly Shannon is saying like offensive dumb shit, I'm just like she says it like an actress, like she can act. Yeah, exactly. And it's like <laughs> Yeah, it's painful. Like I didn't feel bad for her because I felt like she has an established enough career that she was just like sure whatever, you know. Um yeah, Molly Shannon let her have her check. Like Right? Yeah, but for some reason I think like with like Cal Penn or Matt Jones because they're younger and still kind of like in the thrush of their career, I'm just like, no, <laughs> don't do this. Cal Penn is 40. Um, but yeah, that's still pretty young. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, so yeah. He's only like 10 years younger than Molly Shannon. Yeah. Um, so like what's. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's really not a whole lot like here, like not a lot happens. Like it's one of those movies where like. If there was like it was if it was like a phone call, you could like hear the dial tone. Like yeah. there's just so much dead air in this movie. It's interesting because it's it's really busy, but not a lot happens. Yeah, like, not a lot happens because it's just like they're a lot at the of hotel. Like, they do a diving contest to impress the men, and then when um uh when Matt Jones comes through, he's like, "Hey, I have a car. Why don't I just drive you, blonde dude, to the wedding?" And then Kate Upton and Alexandra are like, "We'll come." So then they're in the car, and then they and. They like, like play a bunch games of car hijinks. in the car, and then like Kate Upton and Alexandra consistently fight about who gets to sit next to Matt Barr. Oh my god! And there's this terrible scene where um, Alexandra just like basically like she's just like, nope, run out of options. Here's a picture of her in high school when she had a helmet. <laughs> and yeah. then they just talk about okay, how Kate Upton had a helmet for like a long period of time. Yeah, their emotional manipulation um, in order to you know set themselves up as like the alpha attractive female is such a level of cartoonish and disgusting um they said a lot about what the writers think women are like <laughs> like yeah like uh, not a lot of respect for women at all like it's just a disaster um like and the, yeah there's just so much there's so little to say like um essentially um uh, the bathroom scene <laughs> oh man okay so okay so like kate kate upton wants to spend time with matt Barr, so she like locks alexandra in the bathroom and um alexandra gets like covered in shit and comes out and then like there's a scene afterwards which is one of the most mental things that i've ever like i was just watching it just like when will this end where she's hosing herself off and just like screaming yeah just it's screaming. disgusting what why like, actually and also just like why like who was like this is funny oh and you know how the film starts and i feel stressed out i just felt stressed out i forgot to mention that the film starts with like discussing the lord of the flies which i guess is like supposed to be the movie's metaphor like you know it's like it's you know it's uh when you're put in the under these um circumstances blah 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 that you become animalistic and stuff and you yeah it's like like but they're not stranded anywhere they just both want to fuck the same person yeah and they both live in a city that they left to go on this trip it's not like they're they have no access to men like it's very it's very weird like everything about this is weird like at some point like when she's trying to sell the north korea stuff at the beginning she talks about the orient and i was just like what year is this yeah it was such a weird it, it felt like you said it felt like an 80s or 90s early 90s plot 
like just like copy and paste it into 2017. So they have these random references to the present. Um, oh but then God, just all the- of the tropes that I thought, I thought we were on to, to, you know, uh, d- uh, basically like dissecting new shitty tropes, <laughs> you know, right, yeah, evolved it's, tropes. It's um, just, yeah. Cause it's just like what you have is like a woman slut shaming her friend constantly. And then her friend being so terrible that you can't actually like, yeah, because Alexandra was shitty too. Like she, she was just like, oh, well, you sleep with guys, but then Kate Upton was so extremely manipulative and truly was like the pinnacle of she needed attention at all times, always from the man, like to the level where she'd like pull her shirt down more. Like if Alexandra was getting eye contact, like it was just oh my wild. god! And did you notice that um, Kate Upton's name is Meg and Matt Barr's name is Ryan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and I mean the scene the scene is just like I'm Meg by the way and the uh, and then he says Ryan and I'm just like oh. <laughs> <laughs> And he's not into them. Like he I mean He's he, not interested in them at all and it's just like this He's weird... not giving off vibes that he is like he kind of likes the attention but not even that much. Yeah, and it's just weird and it's just like them like couldn't like like degrading themselves and our gender, which is just such a weird thing. Like these, they talk about like how like hurricanes are named after women at some point. And I'm just like, what is this? Oh yeah. At one point Kate Upton, it's, this is her trying to hit on a guy. She's like, yeah, you know, hurricanes are named after women because they're unpredictable like us. And I was, I, I did not hit my head on the computer because I need it to do work in my life, but I wanted to slam my face onto the computer and then slam it into the wall. <laughs> do you remember that part where, where Kate Upton says that she just is straight up in love with Matt Barr? <laughs> yeah, and this is after they've known each other a day and a half. Um, and, yeah, like, it's... Oh, gosh, I don't even... like. They- yeah, it's just trash. It's, it's, it's like they so bad. They make jokes about Google Plus. Like, yeah, it's. I don't know what they were trying to like. Did they think we were gonna like anyone in it? Like, I'm truly. Did they want to do like the It's Always Sunny? Like everyone's an asshole, but they're funny. Like I don't, I don't know what they thought, they how they thought we were going to relate to these characters. They get in a fight, and then a black female cop is like, "Freeze, lesbians!" Like they get into an actual fist oh, fight. Oh gosh! And yes. then they try to get out of the charges by saying, "I don't appeal. I'm not trying to appeal to you as a police officer. I'm trying to appeal to you as a woman." And this black woman is just staring at them like, what? (laughs) She's like, what? That's not how things work ever in the world. But Um, you know, the best, the best, the best part of this movie is when um, they're going to chase down the guy to the wedding because like they realize that he's the one that's getting married and that he's not just going to a wedding. Oh, yeah. Because the whole time they think he's like a groomsman and that he's single and that they can, you know, fight for him. Yeah. And they both fuck him. This is after they both fuck him. Oh, yeah. Because they find out because they both know that he has a crooked dick, which Super funny, super great. Um, but <laughs> they, the Kate Upton turns to Matt Jones, and Matt Jones is like, "Don't you want to see how this ends?" And Matt Jones is just like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> Matt Jones is like, "I'm so over y'all." Like, and Matt Jones, like, he, it's interesting because, like, you, I want to like his character because his character is feels more like a person than the rest of them, and I think that goes back to his acting. Um, because the writing is still really bad. Uh, 
and and the women are just so horribly written. Like even if it was amazing actresses, I don't know how they would salvage this. Um, yeah, and I really don't know if Alexandra is a good actress. Like the only films that I've either. seen her good in is the Percy Jackson movies. I haven't seen a good performance from her anywhere else. So I just don't even know, like, if I should be standing up for her. I mean, she's definitely better than Kate Upton. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so basically they get to the wedding and it's already happened. They missed it and they figured out that he married an Asian woman. And Kate Upton has the nerve oh, to man. say, he, wow, he went Asian. Yeah, he, that, that is a thing that she says in this movie that was made... In 2017, it's also like interesting because she's the one who, you know, called someone racist for not wanting to buy embargoed products from North Korea. Yeah, it's it's so it she's make, a, a special kind of white woman. It makes no sense. And then when they confront him over it, I mean, it, uh, they, I mean, I don't want to talk about the whole confrontation, but there's one specific thing that he says that I find to be really fucked up and that this movie doesn't really get into is that... Um, he basically is like, well, he first he calls them out for their shit, which blah, 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 they are terrible. And then he says, you know, I mean, I just really like the attention. I mean, like, these, you're like the girls that I would be really into in high school. And I just wanted to do just like one last thing before I got married. And then you meet his wife, who is impossibly beautiful and gorgeous. Yeah, and like... It is the most, it's like, gross. weirdly... It feels weird and racist. Like, uh, yeah, no, and it's just, like, weird. Like, I don't, like, I try not to, like, jump and call something racist. I usually, like, call it no, lazy No, I noticed but it, But no, too. it's racist. It, it definitely it felt is. racist. Like, he's, because like... Because it's just, like, he's just, like, I just want to fuck two white girls before I marry my Asian wife. What? Yeah, and, like... What? <laughs> like, they also had the interaction with his wife. Like, his wife was mad at him, which, I mean, yeah, who wouldn't be? Like, he's fucking late to the wedding. But, like... Or he barely made it on time. But, like, they in that moment, like, they made it so that she was, like, you know, this stereotype of, like, a nagging wife, like, telling him what to do. And then when they walk away, the two, uh, Alexandra and Kate Upton, are basically like, oh, well, I guess we're not mad at him for being married because, like, sound looks like, you know, rough. Like, and I'm just like, what the fuck? She is a gorgeous woman in a very tasteful dress. And she was rightfully pissed because he was fucking she's other people. because he's a fucking asshole. He's yeah. terrible. And, and he, he just had sex just with two him. horrible women who hate each other. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. And he, and he basically, didn't he, there was some kind of throwaway about it. Like, maybe she's like rich or something. And that's why he did it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was weird. It was like they didn't understand why he would marry her. Yeah, it's like they were just like, that's so weird. Like, I don't get it. And I was like, wow, what? You don't get it? Do you not find Asian women attractive? Are you crazy? Yeah, like I was like, this is, there's, I just can't. I don't know what this movie is doing. Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. And then at the end, essentially, oh like, um, Kate Upton throws Matt Jones' pity affection, and then they start dating. Yeah, she goes to this, like, he works at a jewelry store, or, like, a not a jewelry store, but, like, with diamonds, and with different jewels. He works at a jewel store because he talks about the different... Oh, he goes on this monologue in a bar with her, with Kate Upton, earlier in the road trip, right before they take uh, the other Matt to the wedding, where he basically waxes poetic about, like, not being seen because he's not the other Matt, and, like, women pass over him, and he's an emerald, not a diamond, and women love diamonds, and, like, 
that's when he's annoying to me because he's like basically like woe is me and i'm like okay if you're actually a cool guy you wouldn't be into these women because they suck like <laughs> like you wouldn't need their attention because they're obviously very shallow but he he like goes on this thing and then like storms away and so apparently Kate Upton has been thinking about that. So she goes to the jewel store and she's like, I'm sorry, I was an asshole. Which like, yes, girl, you were. You were. And then she kisses him. And I'm like, no, this is still not how the world works. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm just not. This yeah. is not how you problem solve everything. Like, yeah, I just. And like, I just feel like after that entire experience, why would he still want her? Is it just because she's hot? Like, yeah, I don't like does he any he kind of he's kind of skeptical. He's like, oh, I don't know. And then like. Oh, she apologizes and he's skeptical, but then he's like, is that all? Which makes me hate him more. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, so now she has to fuck you? Like, fuck all of this. Yeah, it's just, um, it's just, yeah, it's, the. this is just a really bad, like, there's just really nothing redeemable about this. No, there's nothing. Like, like many of the movies that we've watched have one thing that it's good at, you know, or one really killer actor or, or you know it's visually nice like the sets nice or you know there's something but there's really nothing with this i wouldn't try to salvage any of it i don't even know what an answer to this one would be uh yeah i mean what do you you know what i was thinking the whole time i kept on wondering is bride is bride wars better or worse than this and it makes me wonder if we should do bride wars next so that we can just finish like solve it maybe we should <laughs> maybe we should do bride wars next so that we can decipher which <laughs> like bride wars has to be better than this right i haven't seen it so i've never seen it because it just looked i like just feel trash. like this is so bad that almost anything is gonna be better i mean yeah gotta be so that's a possibility for what we might what we might do next and in terms of like i don't know two women in competition for the same man it's almost never a good idea but if you would like a, a nice classy love triangle working girl oh yeah watch working girl, yeah, working it, has girl to do, it has nothing to do with this doesn't matter if you haven't seen working girl watch you should working go watch girl. it definitely yes. <laughs> that is a good recommendation um yeah, that's all. That's all I got for this fucking movie. Yeah, honestly, that like that is all the brain space that this movie can occupy. Yep. So, I mean, I hope I hope you guys haven't watched it. Please don't. Like yeah, please sometimes don't. I kind of want you guys to watch so that we can talk about it. I don't want to talk about it again. So I think you should just go watch Working Girl and yeah. live your best life. Yeah, William H Macy shouldn't direct again. No, no. Go do something else. Also, leave Shameless. I'm tired of it. Yeah, tired. Of you. <laughs> Tired Precisely. Of you, tired of you getting nominated for Golden Globes too. Stop <laughs> it. Be exactly. in another show, okay? Another show. Um, okay. Hopefully he'll hear that one, right? Oh yeah, please do. Yeah, don't. Um, no, no hate to you, Will. I just want you to do good work. Yeah, if anyone you know who is in this, like Kate Upton, we don't have anything against you as a human being. It's just this movie is so bad and. You know, and Alexandra, honey, baby, I hope 2018 Just is better free. for you because you were in, you were in, you were, you were in this, you were in the house, and you were in Baywatch last year, girl. Like, I understand you gotta get those agents. paychecks, but like, shit, fire your agent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm Jordan Searles, and I'm Broadway Isaac. Um. 
Oh yeah, right before I say bye, um, I changed the username. So it is now Bad Romance Pod with a zero. And if you're wondering why we can't use an O, it's because there's another Bad Romance Pod that never tweets that has the exact username that we need. Um, <laughs> so, so I don't know, maybe try to get them taken off Twitter, you know, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Bad Romance Pod with an O in the, the, the zero is in the pod. So it's all letters and then a zero in pod. So please follow us. Please rate us on iTunes. Us blah, up, blah, blah, blah. Love us. us. Love. We'll the heater is love. starting right at the end. Wow. This Good is heater. serendipitous timing. Wow. Truly. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Oh my gosh. This might be.